Brooke, I have some big news. Okay. The Moms on Maui summer dates yes. are live. And this will be the last Moms on Maui of 2024. 2024. So super stoked about it. Yeah. And it's just an incredible experience. I mean, you can tell people about it more than <laughs> I can because I'm not allowed to you come. Actually, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it is. It's so fun. It really is. So we've got um, two back-to-back weeks up of dates in July. So it's July 11 through 16 and then 18 through 23. So you can apply for which week works for you, mm-hmm. or you can apply and check both boxes and say either works. Yeah. I just want to be there. I'm just, I'm so excited about doing Moms on Maui again this year because obviously last year when I did it, it was great. It was fun. It was all the things. Yep. But I feel like since then, I have learned a lot and had yeah. some more ideas and I have some surprises up my yes. sleeve and I'm just like, let's do it. Yeah, there are literally boxes of goodies around us right, right now, now for Moms on Maui, yes. the, the April ones that are coming out. Yes. But the July dates are live. You can find those at walkandlove.com slash Moms on Maui or go to the show notes mm-hmm. or just go to our website and click on Moms on Maui. Yeah. Uh, apply today because spots are extremely, extremely yes. limited. Lemonated. Lemonated. Limited. Yes. Uh, so yeah, go fly today. Hello and welcome to the Walk and Lift podcast. I'm TJ. And I'm Brooke. And today we are going to talk about one of our brand new designs that say, I will praise you even in my dry season. Thank you for listening. Thank you for making us a part of your week. The one million downloaded Walk and Love podcast is a weekly conversation between Brooke and I about parenting, rhythms, emotion, faith. It's a place where we laugh and sometimes cry as we try to find language to live a more full life. Mm, If you like you're listening to Line Up With Your Living, you're in the right place. That's amazing. A million million downloads. Wow. It's incredible. And we're so super grateful. Never did I ever when we started this no. uh, years ago, 185 episodes ago or whatever it is, mm-hmm. in your dad's studio. Mm-hmm. Uh, did I think that we would still be doing it? Yeah. Or that I think it would be downloaded Well, yeah, because times. I wasn't thinking about the downloads because I didn't think we'd still be doing it. Yeah. And so it's like those connect, obviously. And that we would have... We would have such a community of butt clenchers, one that they be called <laughs> butt clenchers. I didn't expect. That's probably the one I would have guessed. <laughs> Is that the most unexpected thing? No, that's probably the journey. most expected thing. Mm. I would have definitely thought that we would have some weird name for the podcast people if we ever got there. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, that we have a group of people that listen weekly and spend time with us and talk with us on Instagram and Facebook and mm-hmm. you know are on the Facebook page and come and have stayed in our house, like, <laughs> yeah. you know, come to events. Like, it's just cool. It's yeah. really cool. And it's crazy. One million. Wow. wow. I don't think I have a million of anything else. <laughs> wow, 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 wow. This week's sponsor is us. And here, what? here's me what- Me and I, you? Me and you. <gasps> here's what I need from the butt clenchers. We mm. hit a million. We're riding high. We're feeling good. Okay. This- is what I need for Holy you. Spirit, activate, activate, activate. All right, let's go. It's time to get activated, Buck Clenchers, because the Christmas Collection oh, yeah. 2023 is launching October 1st at 9 p.m. And it, I'm going to say it, it might be our best collection ever. I, yeah. we've had some good ones in the last we three years. We have had some really good ones. This one, because with Christmas, we can always go a little bit bigger. We can order more. This and one so feels... It feels more fun. It, it feels so... All-encompassing, all-encompassing of walk and love as a whole. That's how I feel. Yes. It feels like no matter who you are listening, yeah. whether you're 20 years old and single yeah, or 68 years old and married and you got grandkids. Love it. We have that... We actually have like teenagers that listen with their parents. So if you're a teenager mm. listening with your parents or you're a grandma that has your <laughs> phone turned up to six times magnification. Yeah. Either way. Either way. We have a design for you. Yeah. We have an item for you. Yes. We have a product for you. And so we are asking the butt clenchers to activate and buy at least one Christmas gift for yes. someone from the Christmas collection, which will be available October 1st through 10th. 
We've got sweatpants. We've got sweatshorts. We've got butter soft sweatshirts. We've got great uh, vintage wash midweight t-shirts. We got our classic tri-blend t-shirts. We have a brand new t-shirt called the Keeper Tee. Take it away, it right bro. Now. Take it away. Tell, tell them about I'm the Keeper I'm wearing it right now and I'm never taking it off. I like it. This one specifically I might take off because I wore it to a petting zoo today. And I got, I was like, here's the plan. Here's what I'm going to do. We're getting ready for the collection. Hi, everybody. So I'm going to wear a new shirt. Yeah. It's like, perfect. I'll wear the new shirt to the petting zoo. We're like going on the desert side of the mountain. And it's like, oh, I'm going to like wear the in the dry season shirt. And it'll be like, so fun. I took one story in the parking lot, which I don't even think you can't see the design and you can't see the back because it's like the pocket print in the back. So it just looks like I'm wearing a tan shirt. It's a fantastic tan shirt, by the way. But can't see a thing. It was so hot and so sweaty. And no breeze. No breeze. There's animals everywhere. They were not in cages, which is very Maui. Yeah. And neither were the children. And so there, it was just like, it was, it was chaos. Would you describe it like this? I feel very blessed. <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah. It was like, Ooh, guinea pig. And then, Oh, up there was a turkey. Like just walking around you. And you're like, Oh gosh. Like a you're giant, disgusting. you'll never find love. giant turkey. Like it was enormous. He just wanted to be pet. And so he would like puff up his feathers and make this like, rattly he would like shake his whole feathers okay and come up behind you and just stare at you and yeah. wait and so it freaked the kids out but then once you started to pet him he like relaxed well, and just stayed yeah. there but anyway you sent me a f- video you sent me a couple of videos while you were there because i was home working and the one you sent of the turkey i was expecting you to say this in the back you are disgusting you'll never find love <laughs> yeah it was true he was pretty crazy. he's pretty narnar looking i think his name was tom um Anyway, anyways, back I to the keeper. The keeper tea, thinking I was going to make this great content. And then I was so sweaty and so hot, and there were kids everywhere. And Sonny just kept saying, I just don't understand why there's so many feathers everywhere. Why are there bird feathers everywhere? I'm like, look around, child, because there are birds everywhere ducks, turkeys, just like normal Maui birds, chickens. Anyway, yeah. the keeper tea is fantastic. Okay, so here's the it's thing it's like we started lightweight. Gauzy, silky. No, not silky. It's like soft. It's loose, but it's not oversized. You don't need to size up. It it is the size you wear, Mm -hmm. right? That's how I feel. But it's like, it's a keeper. It's vibey. It is. It's very vibey. Okay. Here's the the process. So Walk and Love started cheap, terrible t-shirts. It's all I could afford. I was a poor (laughs) college student trying to raise money. (laughs) Then we kind of upgraded mm-hmm. to just like a cotton tee. Mm-hmm. Pretty good. We're like, okay, we sold those for a while. And then we upgraded again to a tri-blend tee. And we, we've stuck with the tri-blends for many, yeah, many they're years. they're fantastic. I wear a tri-blend t-shirt almost every day. Yeah. In recent years, we've discovered the mid-wash, the vintage mid-weight Mid-weight. vintage wash shirt, which has quickly become Brooke's favorite. You will, t- you will pick a mid-weight over a tri-blend now. Yes. Because it doesn't hug me quite the same. Okay. And so I'm, I'm in that season. Yeah. You don't want to be hugged? <laughs> no, not that. Well, no, I'm kidding. Um, Monster. It's just, it's just not as, I don't know. That makes it sound like the tri-blends are clingy. No, and no, they're no, not. No, they're not yeah. clingy. I mean, but butt clencher, if a butt clencher is listening right now, like they have the a tri I like the structure of a yeah. midweight. And now with the keeper, Ugh. what's your... Oh, no. It's like, here, we'll see the, here's, here's, what we're, here's what we're doing. I take the girls to Krispy Kreme yeah. when I have a gift card. And yeah. we get a new donut every time. So we yeah. get our favorites and then we get one new one. One new donut to share and, and try. Every time we we rank <coughs> where it lands in our yeah. Krispy Kreme hierarchy, they're all donuts. Right. They're, they're all, all delicious. Fantastic. I'd so, like to eat all of so them. So we are in a similar comparison right now to a Krispy Kreme donut mm, okay. as we are to a walk and love t-shirt. So that yeah. so when you say the tri-blend is third or second or wherever you put it. It's still great. Still great. Okay. Still better than almost every t-shirt well, you can wear. Well, in no. this moment, because we, this is the first time we've officially brought the Keeper Tea to everybody. We've had some for a long time, mm-hmm. me and you. Um, I, I have to put it second to the midweight only because it, what, we only have three, that two yeah. or three this time. And so I don't have enough design options. Okay. If my favorite designs from the last year were on the Keeper Tea, it's all I'm wearing. Whoa. It's so Whoa. comfortable. Wow, 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 wow. It's so comfortable. Yeah. And it's like, it just is a really flattering fit. That's how I feel. Yeah. A little bit wider neck, 
it's again, it's looser, but it's not oversized where you're like, Oh my word. Is that a giant t-shirt bag? Yeah. Like that you're wearing. Like, <laughs> cool. I mean, a t-shirt bag sounds great. That'd probably be fourth on my list. Okay. Yeah. Nice. Solid. So choice. it's like right in this moment, midweight keeper, tribe blend, heavyweight, still have some of our okay. heavyweight tees. Yep. None in the Christmas collection this time. Bag. Or like just Which like is, a normal hundred percent cotton. Yes. 50, 50, like yeah, yeah, the yeah. other, the other varieties. Yeah. Mine would be the opposite. Mine is tri-blend, mid-weight, I mean, mid-wash. When I put the tri-blends mid, mid, on for the, no, for the tri-blend, try-on. Tri-blend keeper, mid-weight. That's, yeah. that's my order. Mm-hmm. All good. I do All feel good. like the mid-weights aren't as much of a guy thing. No, they aren't. I mean, they are if you're like a, if you're like a rizzed out Gen Zer. I don't understand why you keep saying riz. That's a, that's a phrase. It's a Gen Z phrase. Yeah, but what does it mean? Because you use it differently every time. Oh, and so I don't think I mean, it's right. You don't get it, Grandma. What's my your ma- phone turned on to? My magnification, magnification is, is normal. Okay. I don't think I have any grandma settings on my phone right now. I do like my brightness up most of the time, all the way. But that, that tends to be more like a photo color correction thing versus okay. like, let's I don't play, need it Let's play a little eyes. game. Let's play a little game. Okay. I'm going to give you a Gen Z slang (laughs) and you're going to guess what it means. Guess what it means. Okay. Fam. (coughs) Family. Easy. Easy start. Okay. One out of one. Where's you? This is just a joke. I just Googled and I clicked on the very first Google. Smart. The Mormon church says, no. (laughs) (laughs) Hey fam. Um, glow up. That means like, kind of like a makeover, like something happened that you're like, ding, ding, ding. Next level. Nice. Okay. Uh, CEO. Literally the, like the word, yep, the CEO. letter CEO. Yep. And it doesn't mean what it normally means. Like if you're the CEO of a business. It's, it's slang. So they're uh, using slang is when they use words to mean other words. So maybe it still means CEO, but of like something else means you've mastered it or you're a pro. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah, yeah. Ding, ding, like ding, you're the CEO. Like, yeah, that makes sense. No one says that. Okay. Let me find another one. Okay. Ready? Mm. Dank. D-A-N-K. <sighs> Sounds like stank. <laughs> or dank. Does it maybe mean... <laughs> Oh boy. <laughs> Is it it's I would assume it's something not good. Oh, you would be but wrong. But I think that I may be wrong and that it means something's actually great, but it's a really dumb way to say. <laughs> I don't know. Dank. If something is dank, it's excellent or very high quality. What does that even come from? They're know. literally making up words. They are. Okay, here's here's another one. This website like has like five billion ads. I know. Scroll, um, scroll, scroll till yeah. you find the next. But it like keeps reloading. Oh, that's annoying. All right, finna. That's not dank. <laughs> um, F I N N A, finna. I feel like I'm on a finna, 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 finna. Mm. Does it also mean fantastic? <coughs> this is a weird one. I'll give you a hint. It's weird. It's weird. Meaning like it's very specific. Inna is a shortened term for saying I'm going to. That's just, that's dumb. I'm going to as in like finished or complete, like finna. Like would you say finna the beach? Going Uh, to the beach? ah, I don't know. (laughs) I don't think so. I don't think you should say that. That doesn't sound right at all. I don't see Riz on this list. (laughs) Well, did you Google what does Riz mean? Okay, here's another one. This is <laughs> bussin, B-U-S-S-I-N, apostrophe, bussin. bussin. Like you're hustling, you're making it happen? No, and a quirky word to use when, some, when you taste something delicious. What? This coffee is bussin. No. No. I don't see Riz on this list. Come on. I don't know what it means, so I can't tell you. What does Riz mean? Riz is a slang term often used to describe someone's ability to flirt or be charming. Okay. So then you're definitely not using it. Right. Definitely not using it. Like at all. <laughs> I'm still I learned a word. 
but I can't remember it now. <laughs> Lindsay teaches me things and I'm like, I don't know what that means. Abby used to teach us things, but she's Explain. gone. It's a word <laughs> that you use to describe someone who like that. This is my, these are my words. This is my description. You would, I'm going to look it up, but it's, I'm going to be distracted by my Googling. You would call somebody this. You'd be like, oh, they're so bleh, whatever the word is. And it kind of means like they're still into the things that used to be a thing when like Chevron was a big deal. Okay. And like, do you know, like I know, that I time know, zone? I know what Chevron is, but not time zone, like time frame for someone else who doesn't. The, it's like the zigzag pattern that was <laughs> Yeah, I mean, that's what everywhere. I would, that's, that's what I would have described it, but I just, just for our listeners, I don't know. It, like it means they're like, 15-ish years behind, but but not like... Okay. I don't know. Hold on. Talk about something else. We have this. a couple of... We probably have a couple of podcast listeners like this that are probably 15 years behind, and but they don't know it uh, or they do know it. Define. My dad being one of them. <laughs> All right. Well, while Brooke looks that up, I will tell you ah, again. It's definitely not that word. <laughs> that means something that's a body part. <laughs> Oh, I'm gonna I'm gonna text her right now. Maybe she'll okay. maybe she'll help. Me. Um. So yeah, all that to say. What was activate that word? shop the Christmas collection October first through tenth. Uh, we're super super stoked on all these designs. We are previewing them all week long. We're breaking up the try on into a bunch of reels so you can watch them anytime you want, and then we'll post the big try on towards the end, and we will share a discount code <laughs> at some point for the podcast listeners. Does that need to be in this episode? Yes. Okay. Let's make it 1 million. Ooh, all spelled out. All spelled out. O-N-E-M-I-L-L-I-O-N. So someone with this definition would be like... <laughs> I, I, no, please don't say any specific names. No, I, I will. Because okay. I'll, I'll, I'll call out my mom. Well, I don't know. See, I don't think that's <laughs> no, 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 true. No, 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 no. Because... Not, my mom is very trendy and stylish and fashion forward. I'll give her that. Okay. But there was a season of her life where she was like, we were redoing the kit. We were going to decorate the kitchen. Well, this is a long time <laughs> Yeah, this ago. is a this long is time This is like ago. 90s. Yes. And yeah, she yeah, was yeah. like, I'm picking apples. I'm all in. Apples is my decor. <laughs> apples. We had an apple clock. We had an apple like runner, like a wallpaper runner midway through the- A border. A border. Yeah. Mm -hmm. We had apple plates. We had apple bowls. We had apple cups. So this word, whatever it is, it would be like if someone still had an apple themed kitchen. See, that just feel that feels too far back. <laughs> too far back. Okay. Oh, I just spit when I said that. Sorry. It's like, and I need, I'm waiting on her to respond. <laughs> um, I think <laughs> it's used for someone who's like our age. Okay. And is, is behind. Yeah, in Cool in, and young like us. Like, I don't know. See, I like certain stores. I don't want to like throw a whole store under the bus. We're just kicking it. But it's like, yeah. Can we, can we sit down? Can we sit down? <laughs> um, just two guys kicking, kicking it. it. You um, sit down? Let's sit down. <laughs> it's like a TJ Maxx vibe, but not all TJ Maxx because like TJ Maxx can have really great stuff. I don't know. I, I'm just going to wait for her okay. to respond. All right. cool. But she told me about it when she was here. Okay. And I was like, I do not know. I'm going to stop you right there. I don't know what you're saying. I don't know what that word means. And she said it like four more times. And I was like, nope, yep. please define it. And okay. so she was like, well, that's what we were saying. They were like talking about someone that she was just hanging out with All right. and how this person, Is while that. they were hanging out, came to the realization. She's like, oh, that's me. I'm that person in this group. Not Lindsay, the friend right. was okay. like, oh, and they were like, yeah, we've kind of always known that. About you. <laughs> and so it was like a whole thing. <laughs> wow. Shots fired. <laughs> yeah. But the friend was like, yeah, it's fine. That's fine. I'm cool. Yeah. Just I own it. That. I, I feel like I get still bling all over my cell phone case. Like <laughs> where you're just like, Oh, isn't that like TJ Maxx? Like 15 years ago. <laughs> is it associated with TJ Maxx? <laughs> no, is but it, I think. Are like, you Maxson? Is that what it's see, called? That's what I, I like TJ Maxx. I actually go he <laughs> there here a lot. Um, <laughs> it's, Oh, here we go. Okay. okay she just said it. <laughs> Chuggy. Now I know oh, that was on the list. I just skipped it. Cause I thought it was too weird. H E U. She goes, Chuggy, LOL, like, isn't American. And what does LOL mean? Um, lots of laughs. Lots of love. That's what, no, shoot, I got it wrong. It is lots of laughs, but that's that incredible text series of people not understanding LOL. <laughs> They're like, great Aunt Helen died, LOL. LOL. 
send. And they're like, mom, why are you laughing at that? Okay. Chugi is an American term coined in 2013. Lifestyle trends associated with the early 2010s. Okay, okay, so, that, so, so I was right. So that's why I was like, it's like 15 to 20 years ago, it, okay. like somewhere in there. And I think it's always going to be there. Okay. So even as we age- So if you're you, trapped in 2010. Somewhere around there, yes. You're chuggy. This aesthetic has been described as the opposite of trendy or trying too hard. The okay. term has been used positively by some who identify with the aesthetic. Okay. So she was like, I know. And she's like, so chuggy. And I was like, I- I don't want I, to be this person. Not only do I not know what it means, I don't know what you're saying. <laughs> like, can you spell it? Chew, like chewy? No. <laughs> chewy. And I'm like, mm. you're like, hold on, let me put my readers on. I don't. Yeah. <laughs> let me zoom in on my phone. <laughs> Praise the Lord, my eyesight is still fine. Um, that's amazing. Should I respond and say, thanks, thanks. Riz? <laughs> say, totes, Riz, fam. Hello, okay. all. Thanks. Totes, Riz. No, not fizz. Riz. Two Z's. I don't know. <laughs> I'm texting you live on the podcast. Um, okay. Okay. So I have a story to tell. I have, well, first, <coughs> first, let me start off with something I, I've tried for the first time ever. I cold plunged. <gasps> you did it. We play pickleball on Monday. Bethke got a cold plunge. <laughs> I tried it for the first time. I fully understand the hype now. Yeah. It was miserable. Like I've been in cold water before, obviously. Yeah. Uh, in Russia, there's a lake called Lake Baikal. And even in the summer, it's like ice cold. People put their drinks in it to cool them down. Like yeah. it's cold. During the winter, it gets so cold that they build it. They get so frozen that they build a train track across it. So like. Yeah, that's that feels like a movie. But it, it's like, a it feels similar, like it's not real. It's a similar feeling to what I felt on Monday, but you can swim. So you're moving around. So in, the, in, in, the, in Lake Baikal. In Lake Baikal. Where yeah. in a plunge, you just sit there. And like, just have to like, let it overtake, you. overtake you. But all day that day, I don't know if it was meant. I'm sure it's mental. I'm sure it's probably it's, both, but I don't think it's all like placebo in your yeah. head, but it was like, I was, I had so much energy. I was feeling good. I did a minute. Mm -hmm. I went first, did a minute and Jeff was like, just do a minute. And then everybody beat me. Yeah. And I was like, like, well, Watch this, TJ. I, I can do it. I can do longer. <laughs> yeah. So juggy. Um, <laughs> And so then I did another minute, but I, I, I was into it. So it's on my list. I save up for a cold plunge. So, so that was just a side story. Yeah. The, the story I want to tell oh. is I've been teaching Sunday school all year. <laughs> yeah. For like the last two years, almost. Not quite, no, but yeah. But yeah. For almost a year, I guess. Yeah. And for nine years, you've been so, teaching Sunday school. For 25 years, since since I was chuggy, I've been teaching Sunday school. So I'm teaching Sunday school. At first, I was teaching just so Sunny would go to class because she yeah. was very scared, didn't want to go, uh, still dealing with that, but that's okay. Uh, then, Better, June, but... then June asked me, hey, can you also teach my class? Mm -hmm. And so I said, sure. Then I was like, well, if I'm going to teach June and Sunny, I might as well teach in the Daisy's room as well. The Daisy's room. Yeah, the two-year-olds. Yeah. So last week was my first week as a two-year-old teacher. Mm -hmm. which is basically, you know, you're just babysitting, you know? Yeah. I had a helper. <laughs> Let me, how do I describe her? Um, she probably has her phone on some net magnification. Yeah. A little bit older. Yeah. Very fun. Very positive. Very encouraging. Right. <laughs> but she did this one weird thing the whole time. Well, first I come in, I introduce myself. We chit chat. I, I'm like, this is my daughter, Daisy. And you know, she yeah. asked if I teach and I'm like, yeah, I teach in some of the other classrooms, yada, yada, yada. And then she's like, yeah, my main thing is like, I just don't want to lose anyone. That was her main <laughs> goal of the day. And I was like, I'm, okay. Is that a concern <laughs> for validation? Like, that, that happened? happened? <laughs> like so many questions. And she's like, and then my second thing is like, I don't want people to lose their slippers, which is what people call flip flops here. Yeah. And I was like, those are two very different. I mean, they're mm -hmm. both dealing with loss, but... <laughs> One is on a, a, on a much, a very wide scale. Yes. Um, and so throughout class, she counted kids, mm -hmm. but for whatever reason, <laughs> she was off in her head. She thought we only had six kids, but mm -hmm. we had seven. And so every time she counted to not lose a child, she would go, okay, one, two, three, four, five, six. Okay. We're good. And I'm like, there's seven of them. <laughs> is one this is lost in your head. She gone. Is this what happened last time you lost a kid? <laughs> they were there the whole time. And so she like, just can't count. 
Yeah. And so like we, <laughs> we, there's like a little worship. There's a couple that leads worship at church. It's very Maui. <laughs> They're making a joyful noise until hundred percent. I'm all in. And so we like, so like the two-year-olds go, then the three, the two or three-year-olds go together. Then the kindergartners go like each oh, person like takes place. Okay. And so we're leaving to go to down the hall for worship, you know, maybe 50 feet. Okay. Ready? Okay. One, two, three, four, five, six. Okay. We got them. All. I'm like, there's seven. I'm holding <laughs> one. <laughs> maybe that's why. 20 minutes later, worship is finished or whatever. 10 minutes later. And okay. <laughs> all right. One, two, three, four, five, six. Let's go. <laughs> oh my goodness. Good you were there to be her helper. I know, because I came in to get Daisy and she was like, wow, he just did great. She's like updating me on you and yeah. how you did. I think he did better than I did. And I was like, well, seems that He's way. He's definitely a better counter. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um, so yeah, that's really the only story I have for the week. What about you? Oh boy. Oh boy. Oh boy. I don't know. My week was good. <laughs> I like, I was really sick like two weeks ago ish, probably. I can't remember exactly now. That's well, the altitude the poisoned me. Right. Then and I came, came home back and, back and you poisoned, poisoned everybody everyone. else. So <laughs> you brought something and we all got it. And I like, I like, I, I actually today, like in the last couple of days, I think I feel mostly okay, yeah. but I have been so exhausted from yeah. that, that my, and my brain is like, what? I feel yeah. like, so I, like, I genuinely mean it that I do not know. Well, last time we recorded on a Sunday, right? Yeah. So it hasn't even been a full week, right? but no grunge sponge in the last Yeah. Grunge sponge didn't play last night. So bummer. I know. Um, we're getting ready the for the collection. That, <laughs> nice. Um, most of our week has been like planning, filming, editing, recording. Yeah. I've curled my hair four stuff. days in a row, so well, I don't know what's happening. That's some big energy. Yeah. Um, You've also recorded a few podcasts recently with Bianca mm. <laughs> that I would like to discuss. Oh boy. Okay. You, you have entered a phase of the B&B After Dark podcast, which if you don't listen to and you enjoy what we do here, mm -hmm. I think you'd be a fan. 30 minute listen, mm -hmm. uh, you know, similar vibe, but you and your friend Bianca. Yeah. You guys have been starting the podcast episode with mm -hmm. ridiculous questions. That was not the intention. But I feel like We've that's started, the path. You we started with like, hey, let's just start off with a question. It sounds better coming out of the intro. Yeah. Like a nice, strong start. Yeah. All in. So we ask a variety of questions. Yep. And we're now, what, 16 episodes in or something? I don't yeah. know, something like that. And unintentionally to... The last two. The last two. So two weeks-ish ago. I asked a question that I didn't mean for it to be so ridiculous. It was yeah. one I found online and I was like, that's dumb. And she was like, read it. And she hits the record button and we're like ready to go. Uh -huh. and so I did. And that ended up being all we talked about for about 28 minutes. <laughs> it was, and now I'm just like, I think this is our thing. Yeah. So the first question, so I'd like to just give Talk my about thoughts. Them real quick. Yeah. Question number one. Yep. If you had to be for the rest of your life. So up until this point in your life, everything's the same. Yep. You live the same place. You have the same kids, blah, blah, blah. But from this moment on, you have to choose to be 12 inches tall or 12 feet tall. Which do you pick? I think I pick 12 feet. Yeah. That's what I chose. My only hesitation. Like a lunatic, Bianca yeah. chose 12 inches. 12 inches as, as a father of children feels like I'd have no authority in my life ever, ever again. I do think bending over. I think I'd get lost. To... Do everything would get a little tedious. Yeah. Uh, I definitely think maybe a move back to the mainland and some big open land might be in our future mm. if we were both 12 feet tall giants. Yeah. Um, as long as I'm healthy, like I'm healthy either way. Oh, everything's great. I think I'd pick 12 feet. <coughs> That's what I said. Okay. Next she question. She went hard. I know. On the 12 inches. Yeah. She also thinks if you listen to a book, it doesn't count as reading it. So. I know. So <laughs> what does she, she know? Podcast? <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, the second question Animal legs. that she led with, yes, was if you had to swap out your legs from here on out to be any other animal legs, what would you choose? Okay. Are they, I have a couple of follow-up questions just to clarify. Are they proportionate to my current normal human legs I or think am I so. also picking the side? Like if I well, pick Well, I don't know. I guess we didn't quite get into okay. that. I chose, the first thing that came to my head was some sort of like gazelle or antelope. Okay. Something kind of fast. I imagine myself being around the same height. Okay, but I a gazelle like, like gazelle. what's his face from 
uh, uh, Narnia, right? Okay, yeah. Like with the legs. Tumin, tum, tum, tumness, tumkin, tum, tumness. Chugi. And then Chugi Tumpkins. Yes. <laughs> that sounds like a new brand of squishmallows. <laughs> like if we name something that every kid in, in America is going to want one in about two years, we will be the top toy on Amazon. <laughs> Chugi Tumpkins. Here we come. Um, no, because Bianca was like, I think I'd pick tortoise legs, which first of all, <laughs> terrible choice. doesn't make any sense. But anyway, all this to say, I don't know. I should probably follow up with her and ask. I was not imagining a super short, like, I don't, I don't think <laughs> she changes in height. Like I imagined Bianca the same height. Just giant tortoise But legs. with just giant tortoise legs. So they're proportional, like, because a tortoise has thick legs. Right. And so, so they're yes, proportional legs, thick. Okay. but it's like obviously longer than a real okay. tortoise. I, I've thought about this. And I saw that, a tortoise today. Now that the question has been. She was 37 years old. Clarified. That's crazy. They can mm. live to be 200. Yeah. Right. That doesn't seem real. It's, it is real because the one was like 56 or something. And the other one, she's like, and this one's 37. I was like, Hey, that'll be me in a few weeks. Me and you. Yeah. Me and you buddy. Anyways. Okay. So now that that's been answered, mm. I think I would pick, here's my thought process. I want something fast. I want speed. That's my number one goal. If I'm mm. going to take an animal's legs, I want the animal speed. Yeah. But I don't want to be furry. See, that was part of it. Cause I was like, maybe it'd be like a cheetah. Or I don't know, something else fast. But then I was like, that's like a lot so, of hair. I think I'd pick an ostrich. I'd look <laughs> oh, like a deformed. If I had to lay in bed next to your ostrich legs, I don't think I could do it. <laughs> no. I guess maybe if we both had animal legs, it would be like, oh, this is our thing. But they would be so skinny and pokey. So maybe I would go furry. Click, clack, click, clack. My my thought for the ostrich legs. Here's my here's my thought process. Okay, ostriches are bend the other way, right? Ostriches are fast. They are super fast, and the legs are skinny enough that I could hide them with pants. Oh, so people don't know you have. So ostrich people don't legs. know I have ostrich legs. So I'm hiding them with pants. Smart. I look like a normal person, right? Um, except <laughs> except bam, there you take goes. off running. With Someone the throws of an a frisbee, and people I'll be like, "You know what he looks like when he runs." <laughs> so. I thought I just wanted to weigh in on those two questions That's that you great. asked. Um, That's great. Got to know. Yeah. So we have a bunch of new designs. We actually have the most new designs we've done in a while on this collection. Like all at once. Yeah. All at once. Yeah. And so last week we unpacked one. At least for now. At least for now. Shh. Wink. 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 Jerry's going to love you. Um, <laughs> and so last week we planned, we unpacked plant in faith, harvest and joy. So if you haven't listened to that episode, uh, you can go yeah. back and do that. And then today we're going to talk about one, but I think we're going to end up talking about two because I feel like they are intertwined. Yeah. And so one of the designs that we have by Skylar Stiggy, um, <laughs> no relation to Chuggy Tumpkins. Um, <laughs> I will it's a common con people get that. Yeah, confused. Yeah. People do get that confused. <laughs> <laughs> you see the new Chuggy Tumpskins that drop? <laughs> so good. <laughs> by the domain name. Um, I will sing your praises even in my dry season. Mm -hmm. And uh, obviously we love this design. We picked it. Uh, very, very cool. Kind of got a cactus vibe with like three little water drops. And we've uh, been previewing it all week. And, mm -hmm. and we previewed most of the designs. And that one seems to be stopping people in their tracks from a phrasing standpoint, like from there are, you says. know, people yeah. like different items, different colors, all that kind of stuff. And so I thought it'd be a good conversation for you and I to sort of discuss it. Mm. And I guess I'll start the conversation by saying what, Oh, opening thoughts. Just, yeah, <laughs> it was just my opening, my opening jury thoughts on, uh, the design as a whole. Um, yeah, it, Makes me, I mean, obviously what stands out to me out of all of it is literally the words dry season. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's the last part of the sentence, but like, um, that feels so relatable, not necessarily right now in my life, but like, I feel like most of us know of a dry season or seasons. Um, it's, it's like not too hard to think of. No, you're just kind of like, Oh, yep. been there, or I am there, you know, or whatever. And so, to remember then that like 
even in the dry season, I will praise you. I, like, I mean, we always say it, like it's one of our taglines, like reminders you can wear yeah. because it's so real sometimes how much I need the reminders that I am wearing, mm-hmm. you know? And like, I wear shoes joy a lot. I wear a lot of designs a lot that I, that I can honestly say, like, I don't need to read some of them every day. I just love the design and I wear them. And then there's others that I'm like, I literally need what this says because mm-hmm. I need to see it in the mirror or see it at wherever, like so many times a day. Um, I want my kids to be reading it, you know, but I feel like, yeah, the dry season is just, it's so hard. And like any season, you don't really know exactly when it's going to end. Um, excuse me, but like the dry, the dry ones seem harder. Like yeah. they seem longer. They feel longer. Yeah. Even if maybe they aren't. Yeah. They just have that feeling of like, when will this end? Will it ever be over? Mm-hmm. Is this my life now? Yeah. Um. You know, I, I think one of my like longest dry seasons, and this is maybe a, like a little <clears throat> bit of a separate conversation because I don't know how you feel about this. Like, do you feel like you can sort of have a dry season in one area, but your whole life isn't? 100%. Okay. Because, I actually think that's mostly what it feels like. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Because I don't know if I've ever had like an entire life dry season. Like all areas. We're just of life. like every single area felt hard and alone and dry and all the things. But when I think about my voice and that the fluctuating seasons of that, Mm. that definitely feels like that. It feels like this. Yeah. All those questions of like, is this my life now? Mm -hmm. Will this ever change? Will this ever get better? Will it ever? And I I think that's pretty common with like a chronic health thing. hundred percent. It just feels so hard and so heavy. And after a while, I'll speak for myself, but like after a while, it almost feels easier to believe it'll never change Mm. than to continue believing like, no, this really is going to get healed. Mm. This really is going to be better. It is not going to be forever. Right. You know, and I think that's, um, that's sort of like touching on and speaking on just like hope and faith and all that. Like, do I believe that like, that it will get better, that I won't be in this dry yeah. season forever. 100%. And and it's, and that's so hard. <clears throat> and then there's other, dry, I would say other dry seasons I've been in where I'm like, Oh, this is not forever. This 100%. is just a season. Yeah. Like, I think, you know, the, I think, <laughs> you know, like you asked, does it feel like it's your whole life or just one area of your life? Mm-hmm. And I would say most of the time, obviously, I don't know if it's your whole life, there's something like mega super tragic. That's just kind of, yeah. Ex- and that's very yeah. real. But Normally, I think the at least the scenario that I find myself in, and I feel like maybe your voice was in as well when you're when you're feeling like you're in a dry season, it feels like it's taking over your whole life. I was gonna life. say it may, might feel like but your whole the life. reality is, is that it's just probably one aspect of your life. Yeah. And so that's the hard thing. That's the hard mm-hmm. thing is like we, you know, we want everything to be going smoothly. We yeah. want we want our yeah. kids to listen and we want our food to be the right food and we want to exercise <laughs> daily. And we want to read and have our quiet time and we want our business to be booming and we want, and we want, and we want, and we yeah. want. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. then one of those things gets off kiltered or starts to dry up or starts to feel frustrating or challenging or hard. And we think that that means the whole spectrum of things yeah. is falling apart. Right. And there are times like with a health thing, especially like that does impact so much of life. Yeah, it really and so does. it can feel that way. Um, but I would say most times, most people listening to this right now, even if you're going through like a wicked, a wicked had dry <laughs> season, yeah, there's probably goodness somewhere in your life. Yeah. I feel like when I think of the phrase dry season, I sort of, I, I've, I don't know, this is not like theological or anything like that. So I'm not, <clears throat> I'm not intending to go there, but I just like, I hear it. And to me, I kind of equate dry with like, a very hard season. Life feels very hard. Like literally the ground is hard. Mm-hmm. Everything feels hard yes. and barren and like difficult. And then I also have this dry season of like, I'm so thirsty. I want this thing, 
I'm trying to go after this thing, mm-hmm. quiet time, whatever. The, yeah. Literally insert anything. Like I'm giving it my effort. It's not that my life necessarily feels hard, like the other side of the coin <clears throat> that I'm or, or phrase I'm talking about, but just like I'm 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 thirsty, I'm longing for, I'm trying to find, and and I'm still coming up dry. Mm. Like I feel like I've had both. Yeah. Where it's not always that every circumstance is difficult, therefore it's a dry season. Yeah. But just sometimes like, man, I am like, I'm like really trying to pour into this thing or Mm -hmm. I'm trying to, you know, pursue this relationship or I'm trying to do whatever, like, and, and it still comes up feeling like thirsty dry. Mm -hmm. Does that make any sense? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I think. You know, it doesn't we, always mean tragedy or chronic no, health or, yeah. you know, whatever. It can just mean like, you know, like I'll, I'll, like it can I'll be, use it a, can just feel so frustrating, but that, to me, that's a kind of two different kinds of frustrating feelings. Yeah. I'll use just like a really simple example that just happened to me. I, you know, I've been going to the gym for almost two years now. Mm-hmm. And as long as you've been teaching Sunday, as long as I've been teaching Sunday school with Chugi Dumpkins and I like last month, I just felt like I was just dragging. I even came home a few times. I was like, gosh, my workouts have just been yeah. terrible. Like yeah. I just felt slow and right. not as strong. And, you know, and it's just like that type of thing where it's like, I'm still doing all the same stuff. I'm still right. showing up and making right. and the that, effort. Yeah, that's kind of what I and mean. So, like you just feel like, man, this isn't quite because you could take that and you could apply it to more of like your, the spiritual side yeah. and your spiritual disciplines and like all the stuff over in that area. I mean, it's all life. It's all yeah. intertwined, but you know what I mean? Like, and it's like, man, I, I'm kind of still like, I thought we were like rocking and rolling, yeah, like doing what we normally do. And then to, to feel that like lull or dryness is yeah. just, I think it can feel really defeating and it can feel really like alone. Mm-hmm. You can feel really alone in that if you don't. Um, and that'd be a good acknowledge it. That'd be, be a like, good thing oh. to acknowledge. Yeah, if you're in a season of like this is just, like we're just in a dry season in terms of like we've had tragedy, we've had mm-hmm. hardship, we have you know illness or whatever, mm-hmm. and it's just like we're in the desert, we're wandering, like we're yeah. trying to get through this rough patch or this frustration or whatever, mm-hmm. or it's like we're just not connecting. We're not connecting with the Lord. Right, We're not like, connecting yeah. with each other. Like, right. I think they're two different ones. I think one can maybe lead to, like, I think they may, might, probably, they probably can be very know, connected, but, but that, that's a good, that's a good word in terms of like, which one are you in mm-hmm. and how, how would you say? Uh, I would say most of the time, and I don't mean like most of my life. I mean, like most of the time when I'm in a dry season, I'm in that one and we are holding our hands out and you can't okay. see us right now, which but like. One? I feel like I'm in the one of like, oh, I, I kind of thought like things were going great. Yeah. Like, I, th- you know, like, yeah, this is a little difficult or this is a little that, or I wish this was a little different or, you know, I haven't been as consistent with this or whatever in life. And then it, it's almost like a drifting kind mm. of sort of feeling yeah. like, how did I drift all the way into this dry season? Yeah. And it's taking me until now to realize I'm standing in the middle of a desert. Yeah. No wonder I feel the way I feel. It's like all of a sudden you look at a house plant and you're like, that thing needs water. When's the last time I watered that thing? Yes. And you're yeah. like, oh, it's been months. Of course it does. Right. And right. you can have but for that. for so long you glance over and it's doing okay. Yeah. And then all of a sudden it and turns yellow. And then suddenly yellow. you're like, ooh. Yeah. I feel like that can happen a lot in terms of like relationships, communication, especially between husband and wife. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, we're, we're great. We're great. We're great. We're great. We're great. Oh, our house plant just turned yellow. <laughs> Or brown. We're in a dry season. Yellow usually means too much water. Okay, sorry. That's fine. No, it's okay. Um, we're not we were great until that <laughs> comment. <laughs> uh, the yellow so, is trying to tell you something. Okay. <laughs> and so what would you say? Let, let's let's use both of these examples. Yeah. The like, I'm putting in the effort. All of a sudden we've drifted. The plant has turned brown. Kind of like didn't mm. realize how far we drifted. Didn't realize how much watering we've uh, missed out on yeah. Um, versus the like health, more tragic, more like, like, yeah, like yeah. Uh, you know, like loss, et cetera. Like, is there, is there ways that you, and I'll, and I'll speak to this as well, that you feel like you kind of battle against those, you, uh, you know, yeah. try to persevere through them. Right. What, what are some strategies? What are some ways? Yeah. What are some things that you do? I'll, I'll, I'll go if you want to. I can, Well, I mean, I think. Like the big overarching, is that a word? Yeah. 
like whether I'm on either side of that, um, standing in either one of those dry spaces or seasons, if I can acknowledge typically out loud that that is where I am, if I can name it and not only to myself, but like to you or to anybody, but it's probably you, that, that is, I mean, it could be Bianca. Let's be real. Um, even her tortoise legs, she's in a dry season with those for sure. Um, no, no amount of moisturizer is no, going to fix those tortoise legs. And I was like, I can't with you right now that that is what you're choosing. Um, we had just come off of a conversation about how much of a game changer it is to put a body oil with your body lotion. And it like, and, now game she's, changer. Picking and then she's picking tortoise legs. I'm like, get out of here, get out of this podcast, be gone. Um, it's just be after dark. Now. Just be, be after dark. Like, if I can name it and acknowledge it, which sometimes there, I have so many feelings or swirls or whatever around, like, I don't even want to say that this is where I am because mm-hmm. I don't want to be here. Yeah. And so, but if I can do it, if I can be honest with myself, which is step one, because if I, or with God is step one, but like all that, if I can be honest with myself and with God and then be honest with you or others or loved ones or friends or my kids, like, that is such, I feel like that is such a gift to everyone involved to be mm. like, this is where I am. 100%. And it maybe makes me want to cry or it makes me want to not go to public, like not go see anybody or like whatever it, it, it can change my behavior, mm-hmm. but like whatever it does, if I can just say like, this is just, this is where I am. Yeah. Cause it's the first step. It it's is. the first step in, it in, is. in any sort of action. And, and, and I'm not to say that like, it takes action to leave a dry season. I think no, sometimes, sometimes it's just, like we some, have the, we want, yeah. we have it, we want it. And it's still just like, it's just where you are. Yeah. But it like, whether I'm on either side of the dry season conversation, mm-hmm. like if I can do that, that is huge because then I have the perspective and I'm able to remember that like, I mean, it's literally called a season. Mm-hmm. And so it might be a long season, mm-hmm. but I, I believe it helps me remember what I already believe, which is that it will not last forever. Mm -hmm. Um, There will be rain. There will be, I will like, I was gonna say, I will drink again. I'm holding it, but that sounds (laughs) like I'm drinking, which I'm not drinking, but like (laughs) on the like thirsty, like I want this, like I'm actually trying here. Um, You know, I'm trying to get myself out of it, which is, I don't, I don't know. I don't know. That's a kind of a separate little rabbit trail conversation. I don't know how much power we have to get ourselves out of dry seasons. I think we have some, but I don't know if we have all. Uh, yeah. What do you think? I probably think we have more than you think we have just from a personality perspective. I think that like action and I think actions can radically change our perspective on things. Yeah. And so I love the design and, and, and I think a lot of the answer to the dry season is the first part of the design. Absolutely. That says, I will sing your praise. Mm-hmm. And if we are, and if we have a posture of praise yeah. to God, the father, yeah. no matter what season we're in, yeah. I think we'll, we'll, we will start to see, and this is the other design that it connects to. We have a posture of praise in our hearts, whether dry season or a fertile season, mm-hmm. I think we will see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living, which is another design. Mm-hmm. And I think as we see the goodness of the Lord, whether it's like in a small moment of like, I had a nice cup of coffee in the silence and you know, the sun was shining or it's in a big moment of like my, we, my spouse and I just had one of the hardest conversations we've ever had, mm-hmm. but it was needed and necessary and good. Yeah. And good. Yeah. Like either side, once we start with a posture of praise, Mm -hmm. we will see the goodness in those things more frequently. And I think that allows us to see that like, oh, it's actually not as dry as I thought it was. Mm -hmm. Like I thought this big dry season of this one aspect of my life was my whole life. And in reality, my relationship with my wife is going really great. In reality, my kids are doing a great job are uh, at being trained right now. Mm-hmm. In reality, my fitness has never been better. In reality, I'm sleeping great. In reality, yeah. I uh, have spent more quiet time with the Lord than ever before. This dry season is actually really small. Mm-hmm. It actually is just a potted plant in my house. 
Mm. You know, like it's yeah. not, I'm not in a desert. And and right. so obviously we can feel that, that that's harder. That's easier said than done. Yeah. But I think if we have a posture of praise, we will see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. We will, we, we will be able to praise him even in dry seasons. And that's mm -hmm. why you see, like when you see someone's story, that's like all that, like you, you've seen the stories where like so much terribleness happens to someone mm -hmm. and they're just like on fire for the Lord. And you're yeah. just like, how, how is that possible? And I think that's because their hearts are yeah. so connected to the Holy spirit. They're yeah. so connected to the creator that like, it literally doesn't matter. Yeah. And that is like, that is the essence of the Christian walk. That's what we want to be sanctified towards that. Like no matter what happens, I'm mm -hmm. going to see the goodness of the Lord of the land living. I'm going to know that there's a loving God that cares for me and I'm going to get through this. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think so. I'm holding my hands out with the like two separate dry season conversations we're having. I think speaking for myself, <laughs> which I always feel the need to preface, <laughs> but it's true. Cause I, when I'm on the side of, of a dry, where I would say like things are really difficult dry season, like mm -hmm. everything feels hard. It feels like everything I plant is not growing. Yes. Like hard as in like picture a desert with no rain. Like the ground is literally so hard that if it were to rain, it can't really absorb it. Yeah. You picture a shovel, like not it, it, sliding it, into the right. earth. Like it's just like, yeah, chink, like you're using a pickaxe to dig that. Exactly. Hole. Yeah. So when I picture that side, there have actually been times in my life where when I'm in that kind of dry, hard season, I actually feel very connected Oh, 100%. because I, I cannot get myself out. Yeah. I am so desperate for Jesus and a relationship yeah. and all that stuff that I, that I actually, like you're saying, I feel very connected, which I, which is very real. Yeah, it's like and a great wandering thing. in the wilderness, you know? The cloud by day like, and the fire the, by night. It is, like they, it is the only way I'm getting a drink 100%. and making it into the yeah. next day. But this is where I'm having the the other separate dry season mm. conversation because I think there are times where it feels like, Lord, where are you? Mm. Like that sort of dry season. Like I'm I'm here, I'm in the desert. Yeah, it's dry, but like I can I'm still planting some things right. and I'm like doing my quiet time. And I'm like, you know, I don't know. I, I, I quiet time is the easiest example yeah. to think of, but there's lots of other ways, obviously to have a relationship with Jesus, but like I, I'm doing the things and I, all this stuff. And like, where are you? Mm. I don't hear you. I don't feel you. I don't see you. And so it feels dry and alone. I mean, yeah. I think you can feel alone on the other side too, yeah. but like sometimes I think, I probably actually feel more connected to Jesus in the, this is really hard, yeah. dry season. But I know that he's going to carry me through and I'm like all yes. in on faith. I'm, yeah, a hundred percent. Because I, like, I'm so desperate for mm -hmm. it over there that, like I said, it's the only way I can and get honestly, a drink and make it to tomorrow. And that's a lot of us. That's, that's, a, that's why a lot of us have put our faith in Jesus because mm -hmm. we, we, we found him in that season. Right. We found him in a desperate attempt of like, I can't do this on my own. I need yeah. a savior. And so there's something about that, that like, you know, it gives me kind of goosebumps thinking about it. That like reverts me back to that early childlike faith. That's mm -hmm. like, Oh yeah, let's do like, uh, yeah. Like I can be on fire for the Lord yeah. because I, and, and I've seen him do that where the other one, I feel like as you're saying is, is much more emotionally challenging because it, I think it leads towards apathy. I think it leads towards, I think there's a lot of shame. Yeah tied in over there. Yeah. I think it feels like uh, he's showing up for everybody else. Yeah. Like what, uh, what's going on? What's wrong with me? Mm -hmm. What's, and there's a lot of, but I, yeah, I do feel like it's emotionally more tangled, at least for me on the side of like, I like just, I feel alone and this feels like a dry season again, whether it's all of life or just like one mm -hmm. specific little area. Um, yeah. I, I don't have like some great, like wrap it up thing. Yeah, I think it, what I'm realizing is that like, when I see the phrase at a glance, dry, you know, I will sing your praise is even, I will sing your praise even in my dry season. To me, I think of like two very different types of dry. hundred percent. And I think that's helpful for me because they're not all the same. And what's interesting is I, I don't believe, you know, like the devil, the thief comes to kill, steal and destroy. Mm -hmm. I don't think he tries to kill, steal and destroy by like, totally putting you out in the desert alone because I think in that desert season that like dry hard ground season, we call out on the Lord. Like we cry out for the Lord. Yeah. 
I think he tries to kill, steal, and destroy by making that potted plant as dead as it can be. That makes it feel like my whole house is dead. Mm-hmm. Everything in my life is yes, dead because yes, that one the confusion of like, yeah, this like one I want area you to focus feels on hard this. and dry. And so, yeah, so every, my whole life is. And so, why try? I can't bring it back 100%, to life. 100%. Yeah. You can't bring it back to life. No. And then I think the other thing, like, we, um, we one time went to like an elevation worship concert mm-hmm. way back when. And I know people have strong feelings about elevation, but oh, really? Oh, yeah. Well, I didn't know that. Yeah, but um, it was when they were releasing the album "There Is a Cloud," mm-hmm. and the guy ta- talked about how just like you know, I-, I can't remember the references. I was trying to look it up, but it was like a hard thing to Google. Mm. And just that, like, there's a cloud on the horizon, a, a, a fresh rain, a fresh fall of the Holy Spirit is on the horizon, no matter what dry season you're in whether it's the potted plant or the desert. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, to, to praise him faithfully through that will make that rain and that fresh fall of the spirit, mm-hmm. I think, feel even more rich and robust. Um, and so, so here's just like some practical things that I would say that I do during a dry season. Yeah. Uh, the, the number one thing we do now is we have Sabbath. Like, uh, you know, we, we talk about it all the time, but that is like an, that's an anchor for the soul. That's like a, even if you feel like you're in the driest desert of all time, yeah. Sabbath is at least I'm dipping my toe into a pool. Like at least I'm, yeah. at least I get to stand in it's a like baby a connection pool to, yeah. mm-hmm. for, for 24 hours. Yeah. There are times where it feels like you're getting dunk, slam dunk baptized, mm-hmm. which is awesome. Right. Um, so, so that's one thing I would say is like Sabbath, weekly Sabbath, even in the dry season, especially through the dry season, especially through the hurt, especially through the loss, especially mm. through the vulnerability and the frustration of life. Uh, that That's one thing. Can I add to that yeah. real quick before you go? So I I think maybe I, I Googled <laughs> some of the right things, but I think this is maybe yeah. the verses they were talking about. Um, it, The verses I found are in um, First Kings, but it's talking about Elijah, right? Yes. Praying for rain. Okay, so he expected an answer and he would not stop praying until he saw the answer come. So he sends his servant to look for the clouds of the coming rain. The servant went out, saw nothing, and Elijah kept praying. Five more times, the prophet sent his servant to see an answer to prayer, and the servant saw nothing. That's just like a comment. And then the verse itself says, and Elijah said to his servant, go up now, look toward the sea. So he went up and looked and there and said, there is nothing. And seven times he said, go again. And then it came to pass the seventh time mm-hmm. that he said, there is a cloud as small as a man's hand rising out of the sea. So he said, go up, prepare your chariot and go down before the rain stops you. Hmm. But the seventh time. Yeah. And so. <laughs> there every is, seven days. Yeah. We take a Sabbath. Yeah. There is a cloud. Even if you're, if you're in the worst dry season you've mm-hmm. ever been, because we serve a faithful God. Yeah. Um, so yeah, Sabbath. I'll, I'll go back to my practical list. Mm-hmm. Um, worship. Mm. M- musical worship. Like if you're, yeah, if you're yeah, in a dry kind, season, yeah. every home pod, Alexa <laughs> device in your house, every time you get in your car should be, mm. should be playing worship music. Um, I remember in college, I, I decided one month I had like an old iPod shuffle. Do you remember those? Like not the, oh yeah. It didn't even have a screen. No, nope. You couldn't pick what you were going to play. It was nope, like the size. It was size. literally just to shuffle music. Yep. It just clipped onto your bag or whatever. Mm-hmm. So small. Um, I had one of those and I, and, and you could you had to preload it from your computer. <laughs> yeah, you did. And I decided one month I was only going to listen to worship music. Mm-hmm. Radically changed my spirit and my heart that yes. month. Yes. Um, so, so Sabbath, worship music. I think dedicating your time to solitude, mm. uh, which I struggle with, but I think that's super important because if, if we're constantly taking in noise, how are we going to hear the still whisper of God's voice? Mm-hmm. We won't. Um, and then uh, for me, it's always exercise. Like there's an element, like, I I feel like when we're in dry seasons, we can't stop thinking about the issue, the problem, the the thing going on. Yeah. And I think exercise has an incredible ability to literally just shut your brain off. Mm -hmm. Like when you're thinking about how am I going to lift this weight or run this? <laughs> you're not thinking about the dry season you're in. You're thinking about mm. this is painful yeah. and this is the worst. <laughs> Similar with cold plunge like that. Like I wasn't thinking about anything else. I was yeah. just thinking about like, I just need to breathe mm-hmm. so I don't die. 
<laughs> and so there's an element of like finding, and it may be not, it's not exercise, it's, but it's, finding yeah, those it, activities. I was going to say, it's not really about like checking out yeah. and being like, because what you're describing is not the same as like, I'm going to veg out and watch no. TV and check out so I don't have to think about it. Because I think it's like, it's an activity that has a positive impact on like the physiology of your Yes. Your body. It's more like a physical nervous reset, system. which will help your perspective. Yes. Yeah. Um, and so whatever that is for you, I think that's good. Like, if, like, you know, like if you play pickleball, like pickleball is a great example of that. Like when we play on Mondays, I don't think about anything else. Like yeah. I'm just having fun, like stuff yeah. like that. For me, it's also audiobooks, like fiction audiobooks. I get mm. so trapped in the story mm -hmm. that I'm not consciously thinking about not all swirling yes. over. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, so those are just some, do you have any sort of practical ones? No, those are probably all of mine. Um, I would say another one I, that just popped into my head is like being more eager to say yes to the people you love. Like if you're in a dry season and you're served like, and someone's like, Hey, I need help with this or Hey dad, can you play? Or Hey, or, can we go hey, on that? You want to like, come over for dinner? Like, Normally just, you'd be like, uh, yeah, just like. Yeah. Just saying yes. Like there's an element like, you know, the movie yes day, yes man. Like <laughs> the, obviously those are extremes, but there is something magical that happens when you say yes. Yeah. Uh, especially to the people that you love and love you. Mm -hmm. Um, and, and yeah, so it's not fun and it's not easy, but I do think that there are both like really ben their benefits of a dry season. There's benefits yeah. of just sort of that dependence on the Lord that we yeah. have, but then there's also really practical things I think we can do to sort of like help usher us out of the dry season. And I'll, I'll connect it back to last week, you know, th that six part design, mm. plant in faith, harvest in joy. There's an element where those six steps might feel very dry, mm -hmm. but there's something that's still happening beneath the surface. Roots yeah. are still growing. Nutrients are still being delivered mm -hmm. um, and received. And so, you know, having that faith, that there's something happening that yeah. the Lord is going to use this season for his ultimate glory mm -hmm. is, is a heart posture that we should have. And it's a, like a, something that we should just constantly be reminding ourselves to have. Yeah. Um, I think for me, if I had to add one more that might, I think anybody could do this, but I was really thinking about like, what specifically do I do or I say should with no shame attached to it, or should I do, should I, do I need to remember to do mm -hmm. when I'm in those seasons? And the first thing that came to mind was like seeking beauty or sitting in beauty. Like, you know, we were driving this to the petting zoo thingy today and sweet June, who's eight was just like, Oh, Maui's, and it is, it's such a beautiful drive over to that side of the Island. But she was just like, Maui's so beautiful. Oh, it's just so beautiful. Just, she kept saying mm -hmm. the word beautiful over mm -hmm. and over. And I just said, I know, right? I said, wasn't the Lord so kind to make everything so beautiful? Mm -hmm. He didn't need to, no. like at all. Yeah. And so like, um, I forget who wrote the book. Um, if I think of it, I can share about it on stories or something. But so, there is an author who literally wrote um, like a, a, a Christian, uh, like from a Christian perspective book on beauty and how, we like culture, whatever it kind of tells us that it doesn't matter that beauty is this like extra thing. It's mm -hmm. like this bonus versus like, maybe it's been the whole point this whole time. Like we associate beauty so strongly with like superficial things, superficial things, yeah. or like, like your image or like, mm -hmm. you know, status, status and all this stuff versus just like, no, like the God made the earth and us in his image and everything so beautiful on purpose, like as this gift, mm -hmm. And so um, when I'm in those dry seasons, if I remember to seek beauty because of its, because it's so deeply connected to who God is and not like, I, I don't go buy flowers or go pick flowers like at, for some superficial reason, mm -hmm. but like I'm, I'm putting those on my table on purpose for the reminder that they are of like, that the Lord made He's, he is so kind and he gave us such a beautiful place to live and anywhere. I'm talking about anywhere in the mm -hmm. world, not just Maui. Like that reminder and that connection is very practically helpful for me. Mm -hmm. So like getting yeah. out in nature, going to see, see things I might not all might not go see all the time. Um, looking more deeply into my kid's eyes, like something where I'm like 
seek, it's kind of like you were saying, like to work out or a cold plunge or whatever, like this like internal reset. So you have yeah. a, pers- a a different perspective. Yeah. I think uh, in addition like, to yeah. your whole list, which yeah. I totally agree with, I would add that for me that if I remember to do that, it is insanely helpful. Well, that's cool. And, I, and I'll wrap it up with this because I, I, um, this is sort of like the connection piece. And so in college, I, I memorized this Psalm, Psalm mm. 27, which is where, uh, I will see the goodness comes from. But it, um, I think it's like a, just an appropriate way to like capture, like it's a good posture against the dry season. It's a good posture against hard things in life. Mm. Um, and so I'm just going to read it in full Psalm 27. The Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? The Lord is str- the stronghold of my life. Of whom shall I be afraid? When evildoers assail me to eat up my flesh, my adversaries and foes, it is they who stumble and fall. Though an army encamp against me, my heart shall not fear. Though war rise up against me, arise against me, yet I will be confident. One thing I've asked of the Lord and that I will seek after, that I may dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life, to gaze upon the beauty of the Lord and to inquire in his temple. For he will hide me in his shelter in the day of trouble. He will conceal me under the cover of his tent. He will lift me high upon a rock. And now my head shall be lifted up above my enemies all around me, and I will offer in his tent sacrifices with shouts of joy. I will sing and make melody to the Lord. Mm. Hear, O Lord, when I cry aloud. Be gracious to me and answer me. You have said, seek my face. My heart says to you, your face, Lord, I do seek. Hide not your face from me. Turn not your servant away in anger. O you have been my help. Cast me not off. Forsake me not, O God of my salvation. For my father and mother have forsaken me, but the Lord will take me in. Teach me your way, O Lord, and lead me on a level path because of my enemies. Give me not up to the will of my adversaries, for false witness has risen against me, and they breathe out violence. I believe that I shall look upon the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. Mm. Wait for the Lord, be strong, and let your heart take courage. Wait for the Lord. And and so if you're in a dry season, Mm. I'm going to read verse 13 and 14 again, because I believe fervently that this is for you. I believe that I shall look upon the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. I will wait for the Lord, be strong, take courage and wait for the Lord. Mm. So thank you for listening. Mm. Thank you for making us a part of your week. Okay. Okay, I love love you. you, bye. Bye.